I'm Julie Lamb, a therapist turned life and business coach. In all my years as a therapist and coach, I have seen that true healing and growth comes from understanding your greatest asset, your brain. To manage your life and business, you first have to manage your mind. I'm here to help you figure out what the hell is my brain doing? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to What the Hell is My Brain Doing? This summer, as I was taking a vacation with my children, we were driving up through Yellowstone, and Yellowstone happens to be one of my favorite places to go. And I think I love it not only just for the nature aspect, it's just this raw power that you see. One of my favorite places happens to be the falls in Yellowstone. And again, it's just that raw power you see of all that water going down this mountain in this canyon. It's a very beautiful place and experience. And if you've never gone, I highly suggest it. Not only because it's my favorite place to be, but just being in nature is really helpful. Like for all of us, it just helps us to recharge and to kind of get back into the things that are really important. And that got me thinking about a lot of different aspects of the brain. And as we were driving through the canyons, my children happened to notice a lot of these relay towers. They're really quite large. And the other thing that was interesting is that they see these towers and we explain that that's how signals are basically distributed and the cell phone towers and TV, you know, anything that comes that direction comes to these towers. But then when you're in Yellowstone, there are points where you have no service you cannot make phone calls or reach anybody if you absolutely needed to. And the simple fact is, is that there are not towers available. And I wanted to kind of look at this as far as like our brain is concerned. I wanted to talk about this in relation to our nervous system, because this nervous system is something that is talked about a lot. There's a lot of people that are out there saying, let's talk about nervous system regulation. Like, what does it mean? And I want to actually simplify it to help you know, like, what do I actually need to do here in this instance? So first we have to define like, what is the nervous system? We've talked a lot about like what the brain is. So let's say, well, what is the nervous system? And these are essentially, it's just a network of our nerves and cells that connect and they control and they coordinate all of your body's functions, including movement, sensation, perception, and thinking. So everything that we take in, this nervous system basically sends out signals everywhere. And I think about these towers that we saw. I want you to basically look at the fact that your brain is like mission control and it is the headquarters of where everything is at. And then it sends out signals to these towers to say, look, this is something you need to be aware of. Let's throw caution here. Or even the towers will then submit information back. That's like what weather does. The towers will send information to say about what wind looks like, the barometers, all those things combined. So the towers have this back and forth type of aspect. And I want you to imagine that that's your brain. Your brain essentially is this really large organ that is sending out all of these signals, but it needs a way to get those signals back to understand what to do with it. And in the simplest terms, that's your nervous system. Your nervous system then is broken into essentially two parts. There is the central nervous system and there's the peripheral nervous system. And the peripheral is everything physical. So this controls your body functions, motor movements, your digestion, and it relays sensors to the central nervous system. So I want you to imagine that basically your peripheral are like the smaller towers out there. They're the ones that are kind of noticing things, maybe the danger, they're noticing how the grass might feel, they're noticing the weather, like they're noticing those small changes and they send the signal back to the central nervous system about how to react to that. We're going to talk more about the central nervous system a little bit later, but I wanted to dive into this peripheral one because I think it's overlooked. Everybody talks about nervous system regulation, and we forget that how we take in that information is also just as important as what we 
do with that information. Both the central and the peripheral have two parts to look at. And one is the somatic, which is the body and the autonomic, which is like the involuntary. So both of them have parts of that. And the central goes into a little bit more detail oriented. So we're just going to focus on the idea that the peripheral takes advantage of that somatic, like what the body is telling me and the autonomic, the involuntary, just the blood flow, the digestion. So if we go back to our brain, remember our brain goes through that spinal cord and it tells us, you know, those senses. I want you just to think about when something happens, like when you take a step, what are you feeling? Like, what does the ground feel like? When you're out in your environment, like what are the senses that you're around? The more that you can understand what those senses do and look like in your body is the more that you can actually help later with the central nervous system. The reason I don't think we talk about this enough is because there's so much focus on this central nervous system. There's so much focus on the unconscious control and what we can do and like how that can help. And I actually think sometimes we miss the mark and not talk enough about this other aspect of how senses actually like how we interpret them. And this was kind of something that I was thinking about a lot because there are certain sounds that people just don't like to listen to, and it raises some of that anxiety within them. And it could be somebody chewing and that comes up. It could be a certain touch, a feel, anything along those lines that has to do with the sensory that's being affected by that peripheral nervous system. And so I think sometimes we think, well, if I just think differently about it or feel differently about it, and we're going to talk about that later, I just want you to know that actually, no, we have to acknowledge what that sensory actually does and what that looks like. So the reason I thought that this was really important to talk about is because sometimes I've noticed, especially in kids with autism, there's a lot of misinformation. I'm just going to put that out there. There's a lot of misinformation out there about a lot of things, but this was something that I think is really important to know when it comes to the nervous system. For many kids that have a sensory disorder, they can't stand the touch of something. They can't stand the way that it might feel against their skin. And it creates a lot of those nerve endings to basically fire on high alert all the time. And you and I may sit there and say, well, there's nothing wrong with that tag in your shirt, for instance. But imagine if that sensory is constantly being alarmed and suddenly it's like this itchiness that you just don't know what to do with. And in your mind, you can be able to say it's just a tag. It's not a big deal, but your body is having that physical reaction to it. And it's the same thing with anything. So this is, I think, oftentimes why seasonal affective disorder is really overlooked or minimized in many cases because like, we'll just get more sun or something to that effect. But really, it is how our body takes in all of these senses and then what it makes it mean. So I had a client that was really struggling with sounds. She would hear something and there's actually a diagnosis for that. But she was hearing those sounds and she was just really struggling. It felt like she was on edge all the time. Because again, I want you to imagine her nervous system is on high alert based upon something outside of these senses that are going on. And what we really had to do was look at essentially desensitizing her to that. There's a lot more to it, but that's the general idea. The more that you're used to something, the more that you can understand that it's not a threat, it's not a problem, the more that that peripheral nervous system will stop sending notices to the central nervous system to do something. This is why things like weighted blankets are really helpful for people that struggle with anxiety because, again, it's that pressure, it's that comfort that essentially is telling the peripheral nervous system that we're safe and we're okay. So just like the central will need that later, it needs that now in your own body. 
So one of the things that I tell people to do in all instances when it first comes to the nervous system is to understand what your outside world, what senses are going on around you. What are the things that you're seeing a lot of? What are the things that you're hearing a lot of? What are the things that you're feeling a lot of? Because when you can understand those aspects, then you can know what you need to do to help regulate more of your nervous system. So I want you guys to do an exercise this week. I want you to look around your space, like your physical space. And I'm going to take, for instance, my office. My office is cluttered. It has papers everywhere and it would drive many people nuts. But I know where everything is. If you tell me to get something, I know exactly where it is. And if somebody touches my stuff, then I, it takes me a minute to kind of get back to where that is. So visually, it may look unappealing to many people, but because my brain knows that this is comfort, this is what this looks like, this is where I know I can find things, it sends almost a comfort to my whole peripheral nervous system that says these senses, this isn't a big deal. It's the same thing like when I walk outside, it happens to be very hot where I live and very humid. And my body is very, I wouldn't say it's used to it, It's it survives it, <laughs> but it's used to that humidity and that heat. It essentially knows that that's what exists. And so when I go somewhere that's different, when I, for instance, I'm in Idaho and it's drier, my skin feels tighter. And when my skin feels tighter and it's not as hydrated, that's really easy for my whole system to kind of feel like there's again something wrong. And all it is, is the senses around me. Not only is it what we can see, it's what we can feel. And then again, what we can hear. So for those that struggle with hearing all those sounds that creates all that anxiety, we again want to look at that and say, what is all the information I'm taking in and what does that look like? The reason I want to bring this up as well is because our society, our world today is inundated, oversaturated with sensory overload. There are things that are constantly pulling our attention, and I will admit I'm guilty of this. It's really easy to get, for instance, on social media and have thing after thing just pop up and your brain is constantly working and striving and everything else, but we're hearing tons of things. We're in this overload of busyness and we're just kind of always going. And so it's like, I hear things, I see things, and there's all these things that my brain's just trying to make sense of. And then what it does is all of those things come in and they our brain has to make sense of them, has to make it mean something. So again, this isn't anything big or huge. And we're going to talk about this in this series as we talk about this nervous system. But basically, if my hands, for instance, feel dry because of I'm in a drier location, it might slow down my reaction time. It might slow down the way that I process how I can hold things, what I can grab. And when that happens, then my central nervous system actually kicks into stress more. And it's the same idea when my body feels like there's just something that's wrong. It might feel pain or it might feel like things just aren't working as well as they need to. That's that whole system. My body is telling me something that is trying to get back up to my central nervous system to tell me how to react, what to do with it. And that is why it's really important to pay attention to all of the senses that you're taking in. What am I seeing every day? Like, what am I taking part of? One of the best things that we can do with the peripheral nervous system is honestly to get a regular physical to make sure that our body, we know what's going on there. I actually have many of my clients. It's one of the first things they do when they would come into counseling. It's when was the last time you saw a doctor? Because we want to make sure that our body, like we want to know what's going on there. So this is more that medical aspect. But at the same time, from that mental health perspective, I would really encourage you to look and say, what are all the sensory things that I'm taking in? What are the things that I have in my home that I'm exposed to? What are the things I'm seeing? What are the things that I'm hearing? So something that I encourage a lot of people, this is why meditation is so important. 
but not even meditation. This is why nature is so important. Our bodies need to be recharged by the outside. That is why I absolutely love, like I said, going to Yellowstone is my favorite because I can just get that nature. I can get the beauty that is all around me and my body recharges. And that's why it's also really difficult where I'm at now where it's really hot and hard to go outside. I notice that sometimes it just feels a little bit more sluggish because it's not necessarily getting that energizing from the outside. So I encourage all of you to find a practice that helps get you outside, get you into nature, that is very much aware of the senses around you, to maybe look at limiting the things that are bombarding your whole system, whether it is the things that we eat or whether it's the things that we touch or whether it is the things that we are listening to. It's okay to have silence. It's okay to have calm. And it's okay to not feel like we have to always be going because that peripheral nervous system needs the calm as well. It needs to know that our bodies are functioning the way that they need to, that we are safe and that we're okay. When we can do that, then we can focus on some of the other things. So if you're feeling like you're constantly on edge, constantly anxious, constantly nervous or having these responses, next week we're gonna talk about the central nervous system and different parts of that. But I want you to first go and look at what are all of the senses I'm taking in physically that are affecting my body? What is that like? Am I going outside? Am I taking walks? Am I surrounding myself with some quiet and allowing my body to breathe? Like, are those the things that I'm doing to help me so that I can deal with the other issues? I hope this is helpful for us to understand when it comes to nervous system regulation. It's not just a matter of these other parts that we're talking about next week. We really sometimes have to go back to my physical body and the senses. So take what you can today and look at that and say, what do I need to implement? What are things that I need to just be aware of? How do I take out some of those distractions? And what are things that I can do to help my body feel better in those instances? So until next time, this is Julie Lamb with What the Hell Is My Brain Doing? If you love today's show, I would love for you to take a minute and give a five-star rating and a review. Subscribe and share with those that you know would love to learn more about managing their brains. If you're ready to join me, I want to invite you to coach with me where we uncover more about your brain so that you can have the life and business you dream about. Manage your brain is more than just a thought. It is a possibility. Go to www.julielamcoaching.com to learn more. in you. And I hope you believe in you too. This is how we do it. Stick with it. See you soon. Have a great day.